go. Lick a talk. New episode starts now. Welcome one. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Lick a Talk podcast. It is the men's only round. Fellas, how y'all doing? What's good? Yo, 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 yo. Bless and highly favorite. Yes. I'm, I appreciate y'all for joining me. If y'all know, this is the Dom B, Juggy, and Marco, the fellas. It's the men's only round. Fellas, we got a lot to discuss. We got a lot to get into. So, but first, what's been going on with y'all? How y'all, what's been popping with y'all? Marco, I see you got the new logo. That's a, that is a dope logo. <laughs> and I see you drop the website, man. I see the big shit popping, dog. What else been going on with you? Oh, yeah, I ain't been on since I dropped the website. Make sure y'all uh, check out the uh, website, MarcoTheprince.com. Um, I just been busy. My my word of the year is organization. So I've just been trying to get my life organized mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, um, podcasts, YouTube, all that. So just, just trying to stay organized. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I think we all need to be organized. So I feel you. Dom B, what's going on with you, man? I see the event going, coming up in April, man. What's going on with you? Uh, things are good. Very busy. Um, very blessed. I'm trying to... Uh, I'm in a productive wave right now, so I'm just trying to write that as long as possible and get as much done. we got some exciting stuff coming up with the radio station and the mixer. We just dropped that flyer today, so look out for that on April 23rd. And I'm happy to be here, as always. Thank you for bringing me back. No, you already know. You already know it. And last but not least is my co-captain Juggy, man. I know you busy as hell, man. What's been going on with you, man? Man, I got some big stuff in the works. If everything works out by this summer, when? by the end of August, you're gonna have JD for the W talking about women's basketball. You also gonna have BOJ Radio with the hottest and most important topics for Black people in the state of Florida. Let's go. <laughs> Yes, sir. We need that. We definitely need. We need that. Also, you need to have me on that WNBA talk. I heard. I heard your girl Sue Bird coming back for her twentieth season. Man, I'm like, that's dope. Listen, she been around longer. She been around longer than your boy LeBron James, and that's saying a lot. Um, yes. The fact that she's coming back and able to play at a high level, still going with deep runs in the playoffs, my boy. Woo, boy! Don't get me started, man. Let me tell you. WNBA coming up. Yes, they are. It sucks not a lot of people give them the attention they deserve, though. Mm -hmm. But let's jump into some stand with sports. Don B, I got this one specifically for you. What were your thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show? And also, shout out to the Rams. We know they won, but one time for them. But um, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, yeah, shout out to the Rams. One time for Odell. Um, I got my life. Like, it was the best. I, I was very, I don't want to say surprised. I was just pleasantly um, pleased. I don't know. Like, when I first heard the lineup was coming up, I was like, okay, Dr. Dre. I thought it was random. I didn't make the connection that they were all artists that Dre had worked with or influenced or brought up. I, I So, you know, last year when they announced it, I was like, what is this even going to be like? But they killed it. I love the setup of it, the stage, that house with the different rooms. Mary didn't come to play with y'all. Y'all thought y'all knew, which y'all had no idea. 
Snoop Crip walked. I got emotional. It was, uh, yeah, it was bomb. They killed it. Everybody killed it. Every single person. Kendrick killed it. Uh, even 50 hanging upside down. That terrible idea they gave him looking like Blue from Jungle Book. <laughs> but he did, he did well, I guess, you know, talk rapping his verse, but it was cool. <laughs> Marco, I hear you laughing over there. What did you think of the halftime show? Um, I thought it was pretty dope. Um, piggybacking off what the Don B said, um, I didn't make the connection. I thought it was just four random niggas performing at the Super Bowl, <laughs> and then I realized Dr. Dre produced all these songs, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty dope." Um, shout out to Eminem for taking a stand. I don't know why Black Twitter went after him with all that because y'all the same niggas that didn't stand when. Colin did all that shit. So I, I this whole cancel culture is so just gray. But I thought it was I thought it was pretty dope. I hope they do something like that again uh next year. Yeah, next year, I don't know who they're gonna get next year because the Super Bowl is gonna be in Arizona, and off the top of my head, I don't know too many artists from Arizona. Yeah, they, I pick, don't. they pick the artists in the city that it's coming from. Yeah. I don't know necessarily know if it's that. I think every once in a while they make that connection, like, you know, just, if you happen to be from there, but I don't know that it's necessarily always that way. Um, hmm. I don't know. Like, Beyonce's from Texas, but she, her thing was in New Orleans that year, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, interesting to see where it goes Texas. from here. Because I think this is the second Super Bowl that Jay-Z, uh, that Rock Nation has been doing. The first one was the J-Lo Shakira one. Now they have this one. So I think we're going to get some more of these collaborations like going forward. But... Wait, J-Lo and Shakira did a Super Bowl? Yeah, they did a Super Bowl last year. Miami. <laughs> was it memorable? It was cool. It wasn't I mean, it was good. It wasn't like, you know, Michael Jackson level, but it was good. It was cool. Why don't I, re- <laughs> I remember this? Because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't. An Listen, the fact that you don't remember it tells should tell you about that Super Bowl performance. Yeah, like it wasn't life changing. You know, it wasn't like oh. when I think Super Bowl, I'm like, oh, remember James? It's not the first thing that comes to mind. But you know, they got through it. I'm, I'm sure she took some notes from the book of Beyonce. So, I mean, yeah, we are, we know who the top three of all time <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Michael Prince and Beyonce. That's it. Uh, that's it. Michael that's Prince Beyonce. Those are the three best ever. Yes. Oh damn. This year's don't crack the top don't even crack the top three. But I know I knew it did. We'll put top five. I heard a lot of people trying to put it up there, but I'm like, I don't know. I think it was great, but I don't know if it's top of Prince. Oh no way, no way! People said it was the best. It's not the best of all time. There's no way Prince was the best one. You know, he's the only one that performed in pouring rain, and nobody slipped. Every note was hit. Every it was um, like it sounds like majestic. <laughs> like anybody touching that shit. Beyonce, and Michael, you know Michael and Beyonce, you know right underneath. But Prince's is the the for me personally. I don't know about Beyonce, anybody else. Beyonce made the power go out, so she's number two. That's true. Beyonce, Dev Show made the power go out. But also mm-hmm. going back to Prince, my alma mater, the Marching 100 for FAMU was out there performing 
in yep. the rain with Prince. So that's, yep. that was epic. Epic. Dancers out there dancing. Nobody missed a beat. Nobody slipped and fell. Like, crazy. Hmm. Anyway, I can go on and on about super performances. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, listen, but I'm I'm happy we had a really good Super Bowl performance, but, hey, but for all the people in cancel culture who's doing all this talking and all the people overhyping it, they need to sit down. Juggy, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl halftimes? Where'd Juggy at? Can y'all hear me? Now we can. Okay. Hey, so, Juggy, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Can y'all hear me? I can hear you. Okay. All so, right. Um, hold on. All right. Going forward, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. All right, fellas. So a lady asked me this question, and I want to get y'all opinion. Do we really think all – do us men really think all women are the same? Hmm. Because when she asked me that question, I was like, I don't know because in my younger days I would have thought yes, but now that I'm older, I'm like, there's no way in hell all women are the same. Mm. Um, not all the same. There's a difference between white women and black women. Um no similarities yes but i don't think all women are all the same just like all men aren't the same um it just depends on like like what we're talking about like yeah 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 i think there's core things that are the same um you know across the board but i think it's a very broad statement to be like everybody you know what i mean like i try to think of like um, I had a friend who was very, like, she kind of thought like a guy. Well, I have a lot of girlfriends, I guess, something like that, I guess. But she was uh, kind of thought like a guy. Like, she had different, you know, uh, dudes, and she partied, and she was cool. Like, I wouldn't call her a hoe or nothing, but she definitely was on her Megan Thee Stallion shit. She walked to Megan Kid Run. So uh, she ended up getting with this one dude, fell for this nigga, and then got pregnant. You know, uh, they are together for two seconds. He ups and leaves. Goes with another girl, leaves the kid. We know this story. And now she's just, and then she just goes like baby mama for a little bit. Like she got remarried, it was okay. But for that time period, she was just like a baby mama. So it was like, you still, you were, you know, you were kind of, you know, just, you know, quote unquote bad bitches one way. And then as soon as you fell for it, you kind of just ended up like the girls you talk about. So I think at the core, there's, you know, there's a through line. Does that make sense? Like everybody kind of has the same kind of like, Achilles heel, I think. Yeah, it makes sense to say everybody still has the same Achilles heel. So, so, I, and I get what you're saying. You all, they all making sense. But I will, like I said, um, when I was younger, I used to think that all women were the same because of the women I kept running into. But it's like what I had to learn is you got to change what you're looking for and change your perspective on things, and you got to have a more positive outlook and not to mm-hmm. punish the punish everybody because you ran into a couple of stupid idiots who clearly haven't healed for nothing you know so yeah so i don't feel like us men we feel like all women are the same though 
And they're not the same. And in addition I mean, to that, I mean, you know, what do y'all think? Do y'all think actions are the same as well, or do you think people can improve their actions? Damn, you asking us good ass questions tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. I personally feel like people need to heal first before they pursue something new. And then that will change the actions of that person and the situations that they're going to attract. Um, yeah. Yes, I definitely agree. Um, everybody's taking time to heal. And I guess that's why that's why everybody's out here hurting and stuff. And also people in relationships, they get, they're not patient enough. Some people, they're not patient. They expect, people be one way but in reality they don't understand what this person is going through and they don't take time to really get to know the person before jumping in hit mm-hmm. yeah I think um, self awareness is a thing that a lot of people lack like a lot of people don't even know like they need to heal like I think for years until I started actually you know doing my whole quote unquote work and therapy and all that stuff. There was shit I did to people that I had no idea I was doing. Like I was I'm sure I was toxic with people in many ways and I had no idea, you know, until I like got around some people that had some sense and it was like, oh that's not okay when I do X, Y, and Z. So now I know better, I'm doing better. But yeah, I think it takes you being aware first before you can even heal yourself because most people think they all got it together. It's always that the other person's fault. I'm the victim. And I used to think that way too. And then one day I was like, oh shit, I'm low key the uh, antagonist in the story here. I'm the villain. My bad. So, yeah, this little self reflection goes yeah. a long way. Yes, it does go a long way. And also, I can respect, I've learned over the years, I can respect people who can have self awareness and self reflection because nowadays you realize some people, they just don't have it. No matter how many clear signs you show them, they just aren't self-aware. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you waiting for me to snap, and then I'm the bad guy when I snap. I'm like, but you don't but you don't see what you did to push me to this point because it, you did something, but you're not taking accountability for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also feel like, um, adding to what you're saying, we have to be... Res- What's the word I'm trying to say? Um Receptive, receptive, yes, yes, yes. Look at y'all speaking for me. Um, on (laughs) communicating your feelings to that person of the why and how they made you feel before you can receive a new action. Because if you don't let that person know, how are they going to know that that irritated you or that particular moment or that particular situation made you spaz? Now, if you are explaining yourself and shit and things aren't changing that's something totally different but it all starts with us let us know how the fuck this makes us feel and hey let's move on if you keep acting like this i'm gonna keep spazzing yes yes jug i see you finally got um got back on um what i was asking what i asked the fellas do you feel like um a woman had told us a woman asked me a lady podcast asked me do us men feel like all women are the same? What do you think? Um, I don't think guys think that. I think what happens is the trends that people follow on social media, people tend to apply that to their life. Mm-hmm. And so 
what happens is is that we as guys we you know we follow these gurus who tell us how to interact with women and we go off our expense of how much can we get away with then when you get mature you know what i'm saying in the game you realize that you know you got to talk to women individually as people first and so no, I don't think we think all women are the same. I just, I mean, there are some universal things like them digging in your plate when you get something good to eat. Hello. Almost every woman does that. But, you know, other than that, I know I don't, I don't think that's what, I don't think we think that in general, my opinion. Ain't nobody digging in my plate. Because <laughs> <laughs> you should have ordered what you wanted, not what I wanted. Like, let me at least enjoy my meal first, and then I can think about offering you some food. But you're not about to. Mm-mm. That's the yeah. most irritating thing. I don't. I don't subscribe to that. Uh, that force sharing thing. I feel bad because I got like friends that'll be like, "Oh, you want some of this?" Well, yeah, but that don't mean I'm about to just <laughs> offer you what I got on my plate. <laughs> Depends on how much I got, but anyway. Like I'm, I'm, right, I'm gonna let you eat some off. I'm gonna let you eat some off your plate first. Let me enjoy a little bit of mine first, and then we can swap. But when the plates first come down and we looking at each other's plates, uh, uh-uh, let me get to, no. Let me enjoy Please. it first. Let me enjoy and, it. Yes, and also, and don't be the ones that be like, you know what really bugs me? The ones that will be like, oh, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. Oh, I stopped and go grab something. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker all in the plate. I'm like, ass wasn't hungry. I thought she wasn't hungry. I thought she wasn't hungry. Come if on. You was broke, just say that. We could have went in on something, but oh, get oh, out of my plate. I'm hungry. We I could like have from Little Caesars. We could have damn sure did something. You know what I'm saying? You you said, and I sat right here next to you, what you want to eat. You said, I'm not hungry, but. I I come back with something, you know, it's like it is what it is. I'm like, I feel like we all do that, but you know, we say that, but I feel like if it's the right one, man, we ain't gonna care. No, oh, yeah. I don't care. We care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we care. They ain't gonna die about that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna care, like, because I'm gonna have a whole attitude. Why are you digging over here? It's Why? this is what I do. As the, as a resident married dude, you know what I'm saying, in the group on the men's only, what you do is you get something for them. Cause like, let's say, you know what I'm saying, I go to McDonald's, right? Like, I already know my wife won't tell she goes like, oh, I just want a bite. But the thing about it is, I need my whole meal. Yep. So I'm always, I'm usually, if I'm thinking, if I'm not too distracted. You, you know what I'm saying? Get a small fry, you know, get yeah. a little burger or something. That way, I say, hey, babe, I got you something. Da, 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 da. I get her sauces, sweet and sour ranch. You know what I'm saying? And she can <laughs> enjoy that, and I can enjoy my stuff. But see, when you don't plan for those outcomes, that's when you get in trouble. You and I would tell y'all, let me just say this real quick, though. Let me say this real quick, and I'm going to let y'all go on. If you want to know if she really like you, if she not digging on your plate, she don't like you. Oh. Mm. If she not digging on your plate, you ain't you ain't that close yet. That's if she good. start digging off your plate, you in that life swimwear, my guy. Ooh. Well, that makes sense. That's Oh, Juggy just dropped a gem on y'all asses. I thought you was about to say, 
if uh, she lets you have the last piece of chicken. I was like, nigga, we all watch the brothers. Like, you <laughs> <laughs> seen that already. <laughs> you ain't right. No, but no, that makes sense what you said, though. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yes. man. It's, um, go ahead. Yes, that does make a lot of sense. Uh, but, Jug, what were you about to say? No, I was just going to say, man, like a lot of guys complain about that, but it is a sign of being very close to someone from the women's mm-hmm. standpoint. So just keep that in mind. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Honestly, I didn't got used to it because even today, I got, I have a mother and a sister that if, if I'm wild with one or the other, they both be trying to dig in my plate or be asking for some. So I, I didn't got used to that. So, fellas, get used to it. Oh, that. yeah. Well, sit, well sit, family is different. I'll be digging my sister's plate just for just just to get on her nerves. Like, I want your food because it's yours and it's gonna make you mad. Like, that's different. <laughs> that's 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 trolling when it's a family. Y'all gonna get hurt, bro. I know. I have before, but still satisfying. <laughs> I got four sisters. Listen, I've been we've been at war for a long time. You gotta get your yeah. mix where you can. <laughs> yes. Man, you've been at war. Hey, you probably be at war with them, but hey, you ain't gonna let nobody fuck with them. Oh, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> I can talk to them anyway I want to. I wish a neighbor would. <laughs> and that's only everything. So so try it if you want to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we want to smoke over here. Oh, I enjoy smoke. I'm smoking right now. Hello. Bring more. <laughs> Bring all this up. I wish. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I wish, I wish. I... Oh, no, never mind. Ooh, cut that, cut that, cut that. That's our Kelly song. Cut it. Uh-oh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> See how quick it came up in me? Y'all got to pray for me. <laughs> no, no you, gotta keep, you gotta keep about 30% on a daily basis just in case something crazy happens. Listen. Yeah, Listen, we do got to keep our third seat just in case something crazy happens, y'all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. How has has this month felt like black history to y'all? Because this has been just another month to me, y'all. Like, because every day everybody's like black history. Month. It just don't feel like black history month to me. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you, man. Like, I had to be that one person, that, you know what I'm saying, at my employment that had to say happy Black History Month, you know what I'm saying? And then everybody else, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them fo- Look, man, let's let, let be honest. Them folks don't care about Black History Month yesteryear, and they don't care about it this year. But we, we going to celebrate Black History Month around here. Let me... Go ahead, Marco. I was just about to say, this whole country is trash. Um, They don't care about Black History Month. They're trying to pass a law in some state where they're not going to, where restaurants or companies, excuse me, doesn't have to serve gay people. And I'm just like, we really going back to the 1940s. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Seriously? Like, didn't y'all pass the bill of gay people being married? Like... What are we doing? We about to go to World War Four and everything. Like, sorry, yeah, I didn't yeah. to bring politics up. My bad. No, <laughs> no, the world is crashing down around us, y'all. <laughs> it really is. Gas prices about to be five dollars here in Florida, and I'm like, are you serious? Because 
because Russia want to go to war and shit. And these motherfuckers talk about gay people rights, man. We got more important shit to talk about, man. It's like y'all got more people. Y'all trying to fuck up the country because y'all don't want gay people to eat at a damn restaurant. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. But it feels like that's why I think to go to your point, you saying it's not feeling much like Black History Month. I think it doesn't because there's so much other bullshit going on. It's just like I forgot it was Black History Month. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid. When it was Black History Month, I feel like I was, like, immersed in Black history. Every commercial, everywhere you went, like, school, it was a big deal with their projects, like, and I feel like the older I get, the more, maybe the more removed I get from society, I guess, but it just seems like it's gotten less and less over the years, like, of importance, and I think that's because, also, it's that um, all lives matter, for lack of a better term, mindset, where... Well, now we need a so-and-so day. Well, so-and-so, we don't have a month. Blah, 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 blah. How come that? Like, and you, you, know, you know what I'm talking about when I say that. So I think there's been, like, this kind of concerted effort to kind of, like, back off on uh, Back History Month, like, pushing it so hard because we're now recognizing everybody. Everybody has a struggle. Everybody needs a holiday. And that might be true, but don't get me started. I, I already said too much. They already stole our country. Does that make sense where I'm going? Like... No, you know you right on the point. It's like you didn't say enough. It's like no, you you could have kept going if you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I don't, don't want to offend nobody and where they come from, all that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we have we're we're constantly kind of put to the back of civil issues. Like as soon as another group yells up, then it's just like you know we're back to the bus again, and then we're focusing on the issue. So yeah, of course, Black History Month is the first thing that gets kicked to the side because other shit's going on. Who cares? It's niggas. Right. Just and, like we still ain't got no bill. And, and, right. I was just getting ready to say so like, Wait, Go ahead. What? No, I go didn't ahead. hear what you... Go ahead, I can hear you. I, what I was going to say is this. The, the day... The day that we're in now, unfortunately, in, in case people did not realize... We're past the point where we cannot, where we don't talk about politics. Everything is involved in politics. Yeah. Your life is in these people's hands. Whether you realize it or not, your history is in these people's hands. How much taxes is in them people's hands? So, you know, it, we, we might as well start now. It needs to be something that people talk about at the dinner table, at work, whatever it takes to make changes. Because, man, let me tell you something, bro. These Republicans on some next level. You hear me? Next level. Even the Democrat in office. Yes. Yeah. Man, point, point, we need our own party. And we need and we need our own party. And we need to be kicking people out who are not down with our own party. Because it's like nobody, it's like no side is making sense. The Republicans ain't making sense. The Democrats ain't making sense, so we we need multiple parties that actually that we need a, we need a political system that's actually designed to be fair. Um, we two about two, the two party system for two hundred years is insane. Like, what's there's more than people that have more than just right or left beliefs. Like, it should be four or five different parties, and wherever you get in, you fit in, and then things can duke it out in the political season. Whoever comes out is a the president for the next four years. Not physically duke it out, but you know what I mean? Who has the best policies? But until we get to that level and they let someone that control go, 
we're always going to be kind of at the mercy of whatever they're doing. I, not to be on some conspiracy shit, but I feel there's only so much we can do with the old quote unquote regime or powers that be still keeping aside to just only two options because that's not enough. Yeah. Mm. It, it's not enough, and they, they're keeping it like that for a reason to keep chaos, Control. chaos going on while and to keep the chaos as a distraction yeah. from the real plans, you know. Because, yeah, call me conspiracist as well, you know what I'm saying? But hey, let's just do your research and then come talk to me. Yeah, I just feel like it's, it's if enough people got together, I mean, you hear about these like stories back in the day, like in the, in the history books of these, like you know, the islands that rebelled and had an overturned, you know, authority and all this stuff. Like, I just feel like people could do it with so less little back then. I'm not trying to, you know, fight for anarchy or anything like that, but I'm just like, there's so much more power in the numbers. If people just wanted to really make a change, I feel like we could, but it's hard, man. Everybody has to get on board. And some people are just comfortable being like, oh, no, I'm just going to, my dad was a Republican, my, my, his dad was a Republican. And so I'm going to be Republican. And it's like, okay, well, here we are. Yeah, here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, it's like, it's like, it's just, you can't win for losing. So it's like, it's here we are. And and I, I would like to say, you know what I'm saying? Um, one time for the Black Caucus, but y'all got to do better. During Black mm-hmm. History Month, yes. the, Black, the Congressional Black Caucus, Outside of um, Maxine Waters and Corey Bush, um, y'all got to do better. It's it's just y'all got to be ruthless, just like they are. Yeah, it's just that simple. It's like, what do y'all do? I, I don't I see. Like, I, don't I see. Ma- I see Maxine out here carrying the whole thing on her back. Like, I don't see nobody else. You know what I mean? It's just like I. I think a lot of them niggas are just uppity are there for the title. That too. And then we got the governor in New York being I a fucking said idiot. That. <laughs> that being a fucking idiot on national TV. Yo, I heard about that, man. I heard about like, that. Like, what? I, well, I didn't hear about that. Can we, can we burn this whole country? And start fresh. Yeah. Either burn this whole country or go to another country and just start our own, you know. Shit. I don't even want to do that. Split the United States in half. <laughs> Reignite segregation. Let people choose where they want to go. But let the black folks have and whoever else want to and you know, the Mexicans, because, you know, they got Texas. Give Texas back to them. Give us the whole South. Um... And yeah, let us and y'all have the whole North part. And if you want to cross mangle, then fine. But I think it's that drastic. I feel like are we? I don't think it's ever going to be. Oh, we're just in harmony. Everything's perfect. It's no. It's never been like that. So I don't think it's realistic anymore to even think that. Was like, I, I hate to say that, but I'm going to Canada unless Jesus come back. <laughs> hey. Don't go to Canada. Go to Ghana. If you're going somewhere, go to Ghana, bro. Don't go oh, to yeah. Canada. It ain't as good as you think it is up there. No. Well, I, well, I've heard them same stories too about Canada. I've heard you no know, that eighteen or twenty percent tax. You know what I'm saying? I've heard I've heard some things about Canada. So I'm oh, like, yeah, Canada's like a diet United States. Oh, basically, shit. that is a good. <laughs> A uh, what? You said a dying year a in the United, United, United States. States. <laughs> they got a couple things uh, like, that, you know, aren't as harsh, so it makes you think it's better for you, but it's really the same shit. 
Mm, I got to do my research a little bit more. I, and you know, you know, I, I heard that same thing about England too because I've heard people talking about going to London and stuff. I'm like, I have a call yeah. coming straight up in England, just as bad as America. I mean, but I heard like the, I mean, I've heard like racist stuff there too. But I heard there's like parts of like London and stuff that are like you know nigga pockets. <laughs> I don't say it like that, but it's like pockets of just like you know happy like black folks like black areas. You know what I mean, like. I've heard that before, like it's, but again, I feel like all of Europe, they started all this, so is it safe? I don't know. Bruh, if we, bruh, if we, if we, um, I had just read an article about the president of Ghana. He went to Switzerland and told the, the, the cabinet and the prime minister in their face, we don't, we will no longer be needing your services. We have our own infrastructure. And mm. when I say they was big mad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to produce their own uh, cocoa beans for coffee, chocolate, whatever you can think of under that product. They're going to be producing it in-house, in-country mm-hmm. with their own workers. And Switzerland is big mad. They, they, their country stock actually dropped today mm. because the president said, we don't, we're not playing that no more. I, wow. I I haven't heard that. I love that so much. I love so, it. Happy Black History Month. For real, and that's what we need more of. And I feel like another thing this is going to be a little, not deep, but I think our generation can be a little selfish because it's a sense of like, oh, everything's messed up. We can't, we can't make a difference. But you got to realize that you're not moving the needle for yourself. You're moving the needle so that, you know, maybe it's 10, 20, 30 years from now, it'll be that much easier for the next person. So, like, a lot of people don't want to move to a place like Ghana because, you know, they love their USA lifestyle, their Apple, their Starbucks, or whatever. But it's like, if enough people get over there and enough minds get over there, resources, and all these different little African countries and build them back up to what they were before, yeah, it's going to take our lifetime to do that. But that's what you got to think of. You got to think of, like, your lineage, your kids, your future. But I don't think that we think like that collectively. I think we're in America, and it's kind of like, get it how you live. That I ain't concerned about that, but listen. Yeah. How good would it be if, like, <laughs> there was a mass exodus? Like, if Will Osama on the ship can come, you know, all these different African countries were just hosting, you know, black people to come there and live. Because Ghana said that you, they were hosting black people to come there in 2019. Like, it was yep. a year of return. Yeah. So they were like, it's free to come here for citizenship. You can come here, we, we'll, we'll, we'll take you in. Um, but if that was like a mass thing, I mean, again, that would be very difficult because the white folks don't like that because they're still exploiting the labor to this day. But if that could happen, if we all could just get on one accord, <laughs> the same way they took us on ships over there, everybody have some cruise ships and we all go over there and just we all get stipends, start fresh. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too deep. No, not you're not. No, you're not you're thinking. Not you, you're just riding the thought. But my own thinking is like, you got to get that people that might because you know that you might have white folks that might tempt you to stay, you know what I'm saying? And they'll throw that oh, yeah. money at you to get you to stay, you know. You gotta because they're gonna throw that temptation at you to get you to stay because they they realize they need you, so they're gonna get desperate and throw some kind of crazy temptation mm-hmm. to get you to stay. So that's the only thing we gotta be weary of. And yeah. I don't think people are strong enough to be weary of that and say no to temptation. Not yet, no. This wouldn't happen tomorrow. I think people uh, people are, because everything is so chaotic. I think people are choosing comfort over 
anything else hard. So, and I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at either. It's like I, I understand to a degree, but if you think in long term, you think about what's best, that would be the route. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't think about bringing a a, a kid or your offspring into this mess. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, it's so crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. You might want to pour up some liquor because this has been a definitely a deep men's only round for Black History Month. And now we finna get deeper, y'all. So I did a podcast with somebody. Um, Let's see. Shout out to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Shout out to Aisha. She asked me something on, the, on her podcast that got me wondering, has it really improved for the men? Um, because I think we talked about this before, but has it really improved? Like having a safe space to where we can talk and vent and just let our our feelings. Has it improved any in the society? And what do we think about that? Mm. I, mm. <clears throat> I have thoughts. I'll let y'all go. So to me, I feel like things have gotten a little better, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like there are a lot of safe spaces on social media where men can talk, you know, at least to each other. There are male healing groups um, that I'm aware of that I know that people's whole life have been changed because the thing is, just like anything else, you got to take the risk of talking to someone. Mm -hmm. But because we don't talk about emotions and the things that are deep down inside on on an often basis, we just... We, we lock it away in this vault, but that vault be leaking. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, I personally, I have my wife to talk to. Mm-hmm. I have close friends that, you know, I can speak to. But everybody needs someone to talk to. It doesn't matter who that person is. It's as long as you can trust them to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Just saying it, get off your chest. I do think it's gotten better. That's my personal take. Is it as good as it could be? Hell no. <laughs> but I think it has gotten better from 10 years ago to today. Um, oh, were you going to go with the Dombey? Oh, go for it. Go for it. Um, I was going to say, I agree. I think um, the safe spaces have gotten better. Um, speaking from my experiences, I'm a firm believer of always saying, this is a safe space. You have time to talk. Uh, I just need a moment to vent. I really don't need advice. And you know, depending on who the, depending on who I'm on the phone with, they be like, oh yeah, you know, let it all out. And most of the time, I don't really need advice. I just want somebody to be there to listen. And I think I was listening to a podcast um, like last week, and you know, we're all we're all going through trying times right now, but. Um, our friends or family or who we, you know, talk to, they often give us advice back, which is good. But we also have to realize that sometimes when people are venting, we don't really want advice back. We just need a space where we can just let it all out and feel good and then move on to the next conversation. So um, I've, I've set that boundary up with my friends. I'm like, oh, this is a safe space, right? Oh yeah, what you what you what's on your mind? And I just let it all out and then be like, you want advice or not? Uh not today. And then they'll be like, okay, so what you eating for dinner? 
and it's easy as that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not as good as it can be because when you think about corporate America and different type of people that you can open to, you don't always have those spaces. But you know, I just feel like we have to build those spaces ourselves. Mm. I I agree. Um, I want to piggyback off of Marco because I really was thinking the same thing. Because um, when you first asked the question, I was thinking it really hasn't. But um, in my personal life, it has, the more I was thinking about it. And I think, like Marco says, on us to create that for ourselves. And then, again, it's like moving the needle. Over time, we'll see it ripple out into like the greater. Because I, I feel like, personally, we should be way further along on that topic than we are. Mm-hmm. So my, my gut reaction is, no, it's not better. But um, I was talking to my team um, for my company, the Independent Dream Factory. There's three of us on the team. Uh, me, myself, uh, Shawn Michael, and Herman. And this is the first time I've worked with a team like this and it's been successful because it's like, oh, we really have to like have real conversations and share the responsibility here. I might have a creative idea and want to do it. We have a disagreement. But if you can talk to me and explain to me what your idea means to you, where it comes from, why you want to do this a certain kind of way, why you do things this way, what your story is. Now I have a new respect for your thing. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Let's do your thing then. But if I'm just thinking mine's better, I don't want to hear your story, then we can't connect that way. And so I'm very proud that we've had, you know, a shift where we have real conversations here. And if somebody's not having a good day, we'll put the business on the side and say, you know, are you good? Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to smoke? Are you hungry? Do you want to get something to eat? Like, <laughs> we, and, and, I mean, that's being funny, but really, and I think that we've all, you know, talked to each other and it's like, it's made us a lot stronger. So I think that's only possible because I've been doing my own work, going to therapy and recognizing my own bullshit, you know what I mean? And now it's like, I'm able to bring that to my spaces and now it's kind of spreading in like a mini kind of community, I don't know, communal kind of way. Sorry. That's all. That's real. <clears throat> That is real. Everybody's uh, Don and Marco, y'all definitely said some very good, um, some good thinking. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta be, you gotta know whether or not because so many times you can vent to somebody, but that person be ready to give you advice. But that person, it's like you gotta realize. I've had to learn this too. Like sometimes you just gotta sit there and shut up and just listen to them. You know what I'm saying? And Don, it's like you said something good with working in the team. You know what I'm saying? That shows that you care about your team. And that's how you get the most out of a team. So now, in my personal opinion, I feel like it has gotten better. But you just got to learn who to vent to and who you can do that around. Because not everybody is equipped for you to vent to them. And not everybody's on the same wavelength to where you can vent mm-hmm. to them and be comfortable and also and also you can vent to people and get nothing out of it and also mm-hmm. to my people in relationships i feel like this is very immature but you got to be wary of people that might you might vent to them but they might use it against you mm-hmm. and come at you in relationships like say if y'all get into a heated discussion ladies if you listen this is why a lot of men don't want to vent y'all because y'all throw it in their face if you if y'all if you get pissed off at the man which is you can't do that, you know what I'm saying? So that's Good. kind of my take on it. Good fucking point, especially um, with the relationship thing and venting to everybody. Um, just because y'all have a fucking argument, that don't mean run and tell your homeboy, your homegirl. Like you, you have to decide if it's a big ass argument or if it's something that y'all just fussed over. Like 
create that space, like boundaries. I'm I'm very big on boundaries. Like I personally don't tell everybody every single argument that I've been in, but mm-hmm. you know, I might just turn on my mic and just get it out and be like, oh, delete file. I feel better. I, I don't really need it to produce to the world, but I personally feel better. So good point, Victor. Yes, yes, very good point. Very, very good point about turning on the mic and just venting because that's what us podcasters do because I've had to do that a couple of times. Like, I'll just rant for a minute, then just delete the file. I'm like, okay, you know what? No, the world don't need notice. I've learned I've learned over the years to just, just give bits and pieces. Don't give them everything because if you give them everything, they're going to hold it against you, especially family, you know what I'm saying? Because they'll, the next family, I'll be like, oh, you're still doing this, still doing that. I'm like, I've been to that one day, and you still throw it in my face, you know, so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, what you think? In my mind, I'm thinking about how, you know, <clears throat> me personally, I've had to learn for, like, my friends and stuff, friends and family, there are times when you just have to listen. You're not supposed to respond, which we are wired to do. Just listen. And then the other times was like, listen, and then with certain people, they may ask you for advice, which you should take as a big responsibility, you know what I'm saying, under the situations. Like somebody asks you what you think they should do, they generally think very highly of you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But sometimes people just want you to listen with no judgment. That's all people need sometimes. And I've done that for friends. I said, you told me this, guess what? I still love you. I understand. We'll find a way to get through this together. That's it. Yeah. So the more of us that are able to do that, again, I understand that you can't trust everybody. Unfortunately, the world is like that. But that doesn't mean that you can't find a couple different people that will just listen. There are people, and if we need therapy, again, I said this a few months ago on the Men's Only Podcast. For those people listening, you can Google free therapy numbers, free of charge, 100% confidential. If you need one standalone session just to get something off your chest, it is available. I'm telling you from experience, it does work. So definitely there's things to note there. And it's a topic that we just have to touch on going forward. Mental health is big, especially for us black men. Black history yes. month too, man. We need it. Yes, I think all black people need it because I heard the story mm-hmm. of there there's been there's been two models who two like high profile models that like they committed suicide jumping off a building and I'm like what the hell happened? And then also mm-hmm. suicide, I heard the rate of black men taking their lives have been going up. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell is we need to continue to talk about these things because it's like we need to drive it home that if, if I guarantee you, if those people had somebody to lean on when shit got tough or somebody to give them words of affirmation to encourage them and to motivate them and keep going, some of them some of them people will probably still be here today. Yeah, Regina King's son. Rest in peace to him. 26, yeah. I think he was. Oh, man. That was yeah. awful. And then yeah. the girl, the, the, the girl that was in this universe and she was working in media and she jumped off the balcony. I was like, that really broke my heart because the thing was like suicide, it's all sad, but the way people go tells you a lot more about what 
what's happening, but you know what I mean? I hate to say it like that. So when he, like, people shoot themselves, or, like jump from buildings and stuff, it's like, oh my God, what were you struggling with that this was your only option? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That yeah. It, seems, it seems just so intense. Like you just don't care at that point. Sad. And, and, and the thing about it is we get so used to car compartmentalizing, right? You can't talk about this stuff at work. You can't talk about this stuff with your boys. You mm -hmm, can't talk mm -hmm. about this stuff when you go, you know what I'm saying, play basketball. You know what I'm saying? You have nowhere to talk about this. Mm -hmm. In the same way, you know what I'm saying, you have to take care of your physical health. If, if you don't, I mean, look at black people, Black History Month, hello. If you mm -hmm. can control the mind, right, mm -hmm. you don't need to do anything else. Everything else is going to follow. So, you know, I, my my heart goes out to those families, yeah. those girls. Um, it, they're very young. Obviously, they're what society would consider attractive, but as we can see, it's not enough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if you see somebody struggling, if you notice something, say something. You see something, say something. Each mm -hmm. one, teach one. If if you're not my brother's keeper, who is? Mm, People yeah. are, I'm not my brother. I ain't going to I ain't take care. Of, I ain't going to say this one, but if nobody takes responsibility, where will we be? Yeah. Where will we be? Yeah. Honestly. Where will we be? Yeah, that's that's real shit. Um, I forgot, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. I was agreeing with what you were saying, but it was something you said that I really liked. But it'll circle back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna let it circle back. But yes, it's just it, we got to be our brother and our sister's keeper. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and we definitely have to be there for them. And we also gotta, you gotta just. Treat it like you gotta also go back to vending. You, you gotta treat it like trash, like don't hold on to it. Just let them get out of their system for 24 hours, then move on. You know what I'm saying? And just don't be so quick to, to throw it in their face. And also, if somebody's apologizing for something, you gotta forgive them. You can't just keep throwing it in their face because guess what? They're gonna feel like they can't come to you. You know what I'm saying? So, we always gotta be them safe spaces and also. Now, has it improved? Yes, because I would say people have gotten better, and also we've also found better people to vent to. So it's like it's gonna continue to get better, but we gotta continue to have the conversations. Shout out to all the other podcasters out there who have these conversations as well, and not be having the conversations about the bullshit. I had to touch on that because I know y'all. There's a lot of women that be like, oh, men in podcasts, they just get on get on a podcast and talk about whatever, you know what I'm saying, or talk about bashing this and stuff. And to those people out there that just be talking about bullshit on their podcast, <laughs> please seek healing because you know what? We, you might, the toxic shit might be good today, but it ain't, it ain't gonna be timeless. See, what we produce is timeless shit. And mm -hmm. that. That's a good fucking uh, point that you brought up. Cardi B just tweeted, um, y'all think of the now moment. I think of longevity. Her album mm. is still on the Billboard charts. Like, so, 200, mm. two, like 200 weeks or something? Something crazy. Crazy. And, it came out like um, two years ago. Out, um, she outdid Lauren Hill. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. That is incredible. I still listen to the album to this day. To this day. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? And also, we got to make timeless shit. You know what I'm saying? We got to make timeless shit. And I feel like a lot of bullshit 
it, it's it's not gonna last, you know what I'm saying? So, cause I know y'all saw that topic of men and podcasts trending and stuff. So it's like, but then I saw why it was trending. I'm like, you know what? A lot of these brothers don't be helping the cause. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. I, yeah, I'll be right back. I listen. I listen to some podcasts just to support people, but just mm, I just don't know where they come up with these topics and questions, and just it's in my opinion, it's just a whole bunch of fucking bullshit, and I'm just like. We can't continue to produce bullshit because then we're going to get lost in the wave. Everybody's looking for the next viral moment. But the the wonderful thing that the internet does is it's timeless. So so no matter if you produce it today, tomorrow, or next week, it's always going to be there. So five years from now, a viral clip that you said five years or a clip that you said five years ago could go viral. So why are we doing in the moment things? It's true. And I think, I think, you know, this has been talked about in social media lately. One of the things that's going on is people are talking about uh, the human brain being programmed to shorter and shorter uh, time frames that they're paying attention. So mm-hmm. now they're talking about TikTok seven seconds. There's there's no humanly way possible that anything worth talking about can be mentioned in seven seconds. It's right. absolutely impossible. But your attention span, you know, it gets shorter and shorter. I'm thinking about myself. Grew, I grew up reading lots of different types of books, different mm-hmm. genres. You know, now I have to force myself to read a couple chapters at a time. Um, yeah. so I think it's something too that, you know, with people's attention span getting shorter, there, there's all this fire content out there that's in books. You know, everything is not a video. Mm-hmm. Something you have to sit down and learn. And I think you know, we're getting in this microwave culture where everything has to be given to me instantaneously. And at some things, yeah, you need it right away. I get it. But everything should not be instant. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we really need to look into. I agree with that 1,000%. Yes. Yes. It's like, if you want, if you want, if you want it good, if you want, they say what comes fast don't last always. It ain't good for you. So the things you got to wait for is the good things that's going to last. You know what I'm saying? So I really think this, the whole microwave society, I think it's going to pass. You know, it's it's going to it's gonna fade away. We'll get back into it, but we don't know when, but we just got to stay at it. And also, everybody, continue to be safe spaces for people. Listen, if you got somebody out there that vents to you and stuff, don't be out there trying to broadcast their business behind their back, you know what I'm saying? Because, and also, if you're somebody that does that, don't expect me to vent to you because real people, they're going to see how you talk about somebody else. And they're going to see that and they're going to be like, damn, I see the way you're talking about them. Imagine what you would say about me. So we got to continue to be safe spaces for people. Please go seek therapy if you need it. Find them safe spaces. And also, if somebody's a safe space for you, you got to be a safe space for them as well. So that's my final thought. Fellas, what's your closing thoughts? For me, yeah. to the community, to all of my brothers and sisters, uh, some of y'all 
I may not agree with, and y'all may not agree with me. I love each and every one of you. Continue to read, look up all the things that we have done throughout American history and even world history. Mm-hmm. The world don't move without us. You mm-hmm. better believe that despite how we get treated. Keep your head up. Keep chipping away. We are going to make it. Happy Black History Month. Make them people uncomfortable at your job tomorrow. Put it in their face. You taking us to church? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, I thought we were at church. <laughs> Ooh, child. Oh, I'm already at <laughs> No, um... My final thoughts would just always be authentically you and remain black. Um, People are going to probably try to shadow us down and don't want to hear our voice, but continue to use your voice that you fight for, just like Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and all the other ancestors that we have. They didn't give up. Yeah, they got shot or whatever the case may be, but they kept fighting until the end of the day. So keep fighting, stay black and stay blessed. Amen. Exactly. Um, piggybacking off of, you know, while we in church, um, I just want to say that um, you are, you can change your life at any point. You don't, you can rewrite your story at any point. It, it, you can do whatever you want, regardless. There's no situation that you're in right now that cannot be changed by just looking at it a different way, from a higher perspective pausing and looking at it and that's literally anything and I just want people to know that you're not trapped in the life that you have now there as long as you're breathing there's a chance that you can make a change and go for what you know what you want to do um what's the what is the what is the help me help me trust folks what's the scripture uh greater is he who is in me than he who's in the world mm-hmm. yes, sir. Uh, I I feel like I feel like just taking it from church I mean just just taking it as a you know if you're not you know, churchy like me, just taking it for what it is. Great, you are greater than anything going around, going on in your circumstances. You are there because you're you're planted there at the moment, but you're greater than you have control, your dominion over all of that. And just go for what you know, and don't if you if you're unhappy, move. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's real, fellas. This has been a wonderful talk once again. I thank y'all for coming through. This has been a wonderful men's only round for Black History Month. Another mm-hmm. one in the books, fellas. We did it, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Now, how can y'all, how can the people get in touch with y'all? Marco, start with you. How can the people get in touch with you? What's up, amazing people listening to this Liquor Talk podcast? Y'all can find me <laughs> on the social. <laughs> y'all can find me on the socials at Marco the Prince, M-A-R-C-O-D-E-P-R-E-N-C-E. That's Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you check out the website. Just add .com to it. If you want more of the podcast, type in Hear Me Out on all streaming platforms where you can hear me out weekly. Yes, yes. Don B, how can the people get a hold of you? You guys can follow me um, at the Don B on all platforms, all platforms meaning Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, also, please follow the Independent Dream Factory um, on all platforms and visit our website, independentdreamfactory.com, for all of our upcoming events. And shout out to WXSJ97.3 radio.com for sponsoring me and my shows. And thank you for having me. Look forward to it every month. Hey, Juggy, how can the people get a hold of you? You know what I'm saying? YouTube.com slash BLJ Radio. YouTube.com slash JD for the W for all of your WNBA content. 
And you can also find me on Twitter at BOJ Radio, at Twitter, at JD4TheW. Got some fire content coming up. Stay tuned. Thank you so much, Vic, as always. No problem. No problem. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this your man, Victor. You can find me on Twitter at Real V Jones, Instagram Real V Jones, and Look at Talk Podcast. Uh, Facebook, you can find Look at Talk Podcast as well. And also, and TikTok is Look at Talk Pod. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast that's taken over for the 22 and the 23. Listen, if you need some advice or you want some of the men to talk to you, we just a DM away. We might be in different places, but we just want to DM away. Until the next time, 